do? We back, we back. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good people. Monday, April 3rd, back on the Man to Man pod, man. It's been a little minute, but it's been a week, a week we've been off. Okay, we back Monday. Might be a little background noise. Got some got some stuff going on, but I'm more half of the pod. Darius Butler got my co-host A B. What's good, A B? What's going on? What's going on? Hope, hopefully much, everybody's man. having a good morning, man. How your morning going? Hey, morning's going good, man. It's uh it's championship Monday for me. You know what I mean? I know, I know, I know y'all, you know, Howard's tournament didn't 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 last too long, but you know, made the tournament. That was big. Keep man, keep howling out your mouth, man. You, you know, know what I mean? That was big. After 30, 30, 31 years, that was that was, you know, that was huge. Uh, South Florida put on the show this uh attorney. UMFAU did the thing, got all the way to the final four, but you know, uh UConn championship tonight, San Diego State. So obviously I'm excited about that. Uh, weekend was good. Huge game yesterday um, for sports in general, but especially for women's sports. Yeah. I like it was a great national championship. I know uh, I'm, I'm assuming you were locked into that. We talked about it a little bit. No, for sure. <clears throat> for mm-hmm. sure. Um, the women's tourney, man, I would say this on both sides, men and women's tourney's been unbelievable this year. Yeah. Um, but to speak on the women's tournament, man, I think, you know, we – We've seen some some great some great basketball. Um, yeah. And obviously yesterday, um, LSU, our, um, you know, Angel Angel Reese, um, Caitlin Clark, you know, two amazing amazing um, basketball players. Yeah. And unfortunately, you know, we 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 get to the point where it's a lot of backlash um, after the game. Um, I'm pretty sure we'll get into that. You know, um, on the other side, man. But again, man. Uh, shout out to your Huskies tonight. I think I'm I'm, I'm actually gonna root for you for you guys tonight. Let's um, go again. Like I said, yesterday's game was was phenomenal. Um, our being down by 20 plus points, coming back, shooting the three, um, mm-hmm. being able to get it down on sing, single digits, man. But again, we'll talk about that. But you know, weekend was good, man. Little man balled out. Little man had a a, a great weekend, man. You no know, flag football, soccer, and basketball. Little mama had a dance competition. Um, okay. And then our seven on seven, we had a tournament this weekend and we lost in the semifinals yesterday. But um, eventful weekend, man. I'm ready to get on the other side, man, and talk some some new. Yeah, let's let's do it, man. Shout out, shout out to my oldest too. She had a flag football tourney this uh this weekend. Got her first her first pick. Okay. And they had out there corner. Okay. Three. You know, as you know, just good reaction. Attack the ball, got two hands on that thing, try to get to the crib, but you know, got the flag pulled. So okay. uh, I told her I gotta make a little everything DB video for her. But um, but yeah, uh eventful weekend, like you said, we'll talk about it. It'd be a little probably a little hoop heavy uh today, you know, being it is early April. Obviously, you know, we talk a little bit about turning men's and women's NBA. They're coming down to the wire. Uh obviously some close calls is gonna be when it comes to this playoffs and the play in. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some other some other stuff. We got some NFL news as well, but everybody obviously stay tuned. We'll catch y'all on the other side. Switch some questions in too, man. We need some good uh good questions. Yes, sir. Let's get y'all on the other side.
Yes, sir. Hey, we might as well jump right into it, man. Let's go. We, talk, we talked about it in the pre-show. A lot of uh Twitter, Twitter been in the in the uproar for the last probably roughly 24 hours, I guess, uh 20 hours, whatever, since the national championship for the women's Angel Reese, Caitlin Clark. A lot of people didn't like uh Angel Reese's celebration, trash talking, but like you said, you mentioned it. Uh we both kind of spoke on it a little bit before the tournament as a whole. I want that to take away from how great the tournament was uh for the women. I broke all type of viewership uh numbers um across the networks and then it came down to the net the final four first of all south carolina was a heavy favorite coming in yeah. they get knocked off by uh caitlin clark back-to-back 40 point games uh oh, just an unbelievable year player of the year yeah she was she was she was uh special you know one of the uh i would say one of the greatest scores um men or women that we see in the college game i think three years in a row she averaged 27 across those three years which is crazy on any level but especially collegiately um so shout out to her but then lsu obviously um you know sealed the deal you know got it done this is their first it's their first national championship right first school history yes sir yeah first natty in school history you know personally after the britney griner situation uh, to be honest with you, I'm not a huge fan of their coach. I know she had a, a ton of success, obviously, as a yeah. player. And then at Baylor, uh, but for her to come back home and do what she done, turn this program around, her coaching, you know, is amazing. She probably top four, five, three when it comes to women's basketball coaches and that team, Angel Reese and Co. Um, so shout out to them LSU Tigers, man. What was your takeaway from the uh, the game and the tourney uh, before we get to the, the Angel Reese, Caitlin Clark talk? Hey, the, like I said in the pre-show, the game was um, a great game. I know a lot of energy, very exciting. LSU jumped out to a huge lead, 20-plus points. Um, but, again, being with our, you know, having sharpshooters, Caitlin Clark and company being able to shoot the ball beyond the yard, you know, they was able to get the get the lead down into single digits. Yeah. You know, got, it, was, it, was, it was close there. You know, obviously, I think um, our – a lot of their their big time players were into uh got into foul trouble. Um mm-hmm. but again, you know, LSU there was they were able to um to hold them off and they was able to get their first national championship, man. But that was a that was that was really good basketball. Yeah. The 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 final, final four, elite eight throughout throughout the women's tournament, I was it was, it was some really, really good basketball. Um and I was excited to see, you know, this championship game to come down, um, how it did. And yeah. then speak about the, the speak on Caitlin Clark and Angels Reese um at the end of the game, right? And yeah. I want obviously I wanted to get your take on it. Yeah, let's get um, to it. But for me, I, I love it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like as a competitor, you know, I know we 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 into this sportmans this sportsmanship. class you know class and all that like look at here man like when i'm a top dog and you the top dog and if it's anything that's said anything that's done yeah Yeah. we we gonna have that banter back and forth it's gonna be the utmost respect i respect your Mm -hmm. game but yeah caitlin clark she did hey you can't see me so you 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 gotta know that with all this social media with watching the games you gotta know People see that. Oh, yeah. People see that. That's just like, you know, in ball, you know, 
Somebody might have a celebration dance, right? You might have a celebration dance and you do it all the time. Discount, double check, cam with the dab. You know what I'm saying? So if we, if I'm playing against you and I make a play, guess what I'm going to do? <laughs> you know it's coming. I'm a, you know it's coming. So again, mm -hmm. I don't understand. I don't understand. You know, um, where all this backlash coming from? Angel Reese. They say, "Hey, she follow her." Yeah, like yo, I just yeah, we just beat y'all for the national championship. You understand what I'm saying? And so I, I, I don't get it. I, I don't get it. Shout out to like I said, shout out to Angel Reese, man, hell of a player. Mm -hmm. Caitlin Clark, a hell of a player. Um, she's coming back next year. I'm pretty sure we need to see that. Need to be the first yeah, game. Next I think year. both, yeah, both of them be back next year. Just that needs that needs to be the first game next year. But all this, oh, Angel Reese is classless and all of that. Yo, y'all can y'all can y'all can miss me with that. Yeah, man, it, it, it's garbage. And, and un unfortunately, you know we we know the undertones to it. Uh, it always it all unfortunate stuff comes down to race a lot of the times and and. and the narrative around Don Staley kind of alluded to some some of the things and how her team is talked about and characterized. Right. And that's 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 what it is. A lot of people always, oh, why are you always making about race? Why are you making this? You saw it. You saw it. Twitter. Twitter only, it only gets an uproar about certain things like that when you get in the back and forth. And it was just, um, it was, I hated the, the responses because on that court, I actually saw a response that Caitlin Clark had to it because she was asked about it in the press conference. Like, yeah. Because this is when it was. Cause it was an immediate shit storm, you know, mm -hmm. it was even over and she was asking about it. And she was basically like, you know, that's good for the game. You know, it's good for the women's game in particular, because it shows that, you know, we can talk shit and do the same thing too. We remember, um, in the Super Bowl, bucks chiefs with Tom Brady and, and, and honey badger going at it. And mm -hmm. like, damn, you ain't, you know, Tom and, and we know we don't been on the field with the top. He talked shit, shit. Payne gonna talk shit. Philip Rivers, yeah. one of the biggest shit talkers ever. But a lot of people are gonna be looking. Oh, that's that's competitive. Michael Jordan, Larry Bird, like we, we grew up watching this, but then when the women do it, specifically a black woman, it is it, something different. Because Caitlin Clark, she was doing that. Honestly, made me like her a little more. Yo, so, like it's, it's so it's got another. Yeah, like I I respect it on both sides. Yeah. Again, when you when you when you dish it, you got to be ready for it to come yeah. back your way. And that's just that's just sports in general. Again, I I hate the the sportsmanship era that we're in right now like I, I and that come it. from a lot a lot of time it comes from a lot of people who ain't never laced them up on on no real like you ain't really been in the in the cage you know by in the octagon with somebody because when it's competition at the highest order like that shit goes especially when you win like when you win you can do it your way you can be the 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 the, the humble the classy to this to that hey you know shake hands this is great boo 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 or you could be the A, the Clay Thompson. Every time somebody starts talking shit, Clay gonna let you know. What you you see Kobe on the sideline, like you, you gonna you gonna let you know. And when you winning, you can't really say much. The only way you can stop that, just like people when, when Cam was doing all the celebrating and the dabbing and this and that, and we were in the league at that time. Yeah, we are gonna talk about it. Coaches gonna be pissed off. Hey, this motherfucker, we gotta stop him doing it. We knew as players, the only way you stop that is to stop him. And if yeah. you're not stopping them in this situation, it's LSU and uh, Angel Reese. And, and once again, unbelievable performance by them. Broke the all-time record when it came to scoring in the national championship game. That's kind of been overshadowed by all this, you know, drama. Uh, but competitors, man, when, when, when you out there, you talking that. We, we saw Clayton Clark get South Carolina waving off, you know, Raven Johnson at three-point line. Like, I ain't worried about shorty. She ain't shooting. Yeah. 
I'm looking at okay, that's gay shit. Like yeah. fuck it. And then you know that you can't see me. Shut up, girl. You down by 15. I love it, man. I love the competition. I love the trash talk, especially when you're backing it up. Um, and I think it's a little different, a double standard with men and women. Uh, but then it's also a double standard when it's black and white, you know, and that's just been what it is. Um, Keith Overman coming out. Oh, she's a fucking idiot. Uh, Portnoy coming out, man. Fuck you. Shut yeah. the fuck. Like this, this is when you you earn that, you get to that highest level, you get to do what you want. Everybody not trying to be the good guy either. Everybody not trying to be likable by everybody. Sometimes shit, you want to be the villain. You know, man, hey, you, that's it, man. You, you, you know what I mean? You, 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 I love you, live, it, man. you, you live how you want, you know, how she said, like, yo, like, this is what I'm gonna do, right? I'm, I'm gonna speak my piece. I'm gonna do what I do. If you like it, cool. If you don't, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, you basically, you can go to hell. You know what I mean? So, again, I think you hit it right on the head. Unfortunately, um, this is just kind of the space we in. It's, nine times out of ten you know for some for some for a reason that we all know you know things are black and white um mm -hmm. and you know we 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 battle through that but again man shout out to those ladies man uh, again angel yeah. reese caitlin clark um it's good for the good for the culture for uh culture basketball so yeah. we want to see that i want to like i said i want to see that be the first game next year <laughs> facts facts the tv people know what they're doing they got they got to ride this this uh this momentum and um you know like you said before even going into that national championship game they were already breaking records i think that that hawkeyes um who do they play was it south carolina south carolina they had yeah. the um LSU the, the, the biggest game. viewership yeah they had more viewership than uh, all the nba games that have been on espn this year some shit like that so it's great for the women's game uh i'm glad to see it continue to grow and you know People got different ways about how they go about their business, man. Uh, but I like it all, especially if you back it up between the lines, uh, which all of those uh, young ladies did all tournament long and it capped off by, you know, a great, great championship win, specifically uh, from the LSU Tigers. But um, men's game tonight, men's game tonight, you know, didn't have a lot of the traditional powerhouses make it, you know, to the elite eight, to the final four. So they actually, you know, they were getting blown out of water ratings wise um, by the women's side as it got uh, down the stretch. But two great, well, one good game in the final four. That uh, San Diego State FAU game was uh, great. Did you watch that one? Nah, I missed that one. Okay. I was able to get back and, and see some of the highlights and, you know, some of the game back and forth. and. Mm -hmm. That buzzer beater, you know, close, was close to stepping out of bounds, and yeah, and it's crazy because I'm looking at the shot and I'm looking at the bench. I'm looking at um San Diego State bench. Yeah, they must have knew it. Like right when the ball left his hands, like, it was like half the team was up on the court running onto the court. So um, the, the, the clock was inspiring, and they probably know, hey, that's 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 old boy shot. Uh, yeah. Butler, you Butler. know, once he stepped back, elevated. It was a good look, great move, you know, solid defense. That's something you dream about. As a kid, you know, the clock winded down, you're in the Final Four, um, you punch your ticket to a championship game. Like, FAU was pretty much leading that entire game. San Diego State fought back. They were the favorites coming in. They fight back. And then literally to make that shot at the last second to punch your ticket. Uh, once again, a great job, an unbelievable season from FAU. Uh, obviously, I'm down here in South Florida. That was – what that was the fourth game they lost this year? 
I think yeah, it came in, yeah, it came in 33 and three. Yeah, yeah, came in 33 and three and won their first game in the tournament ever in school history this year. And they got all the way to the uh to the final four. Uh so unbelievable season by them. Uh, but you know, it, it, lose on the last shot, it's a tough way to go out, tough way to lose. Um, San Diego State on the other side of that, they're excited punching their ticket. And then UConn, this is our, I think it's our fifth. Not sure. I know we won four. This may be our fifth appearance, but first appearance since 2014. Um, haven't necessarily been challenged yet throughout the tournament, which kind of, I don't know, it, it kind of scared me a little bit. Just because I mean, every you, game. You, it, it could be two sides, though. It's just yep. like, you know, we've been, we peaked at the, y'all peaked at the right time. Yeah. Um, you're playing good ball. And, you know, it could be, it could definitely build your confidence as a team. Like, you know, we made it all the way to the national championship game, really haven't been battle tested. But again, to your point, it could be a situation where, okay, how are we going to um, react when it does get tough on us, when it does get tight? You know what I mean? Are we going to tighten up? But you can, you can look at it both ways. Yeah. I, I, I'm a, I'm a, I ain't been concerned this this whole tournament, so I ain't gonna be concerned uh, going into the night nine twenty tip off. Let me check the line right now. Last I checked, it was around five points. I think we were favored, of course. So no go Hawkins. Hawkins back in the line. Oh shit, you favored by seven and a half now. So favored by seven and a half, and the Natty over under set at one thirty two and a half. Um, obviously, you know where I'm going with uh, the big man. So no go. He's been dominant, you know, all all tournament, all year long. You talked about peaking for UConn. We started off hot, top five in the country for a long time, and we kind of fell off a little bit, got hot again as the year uh, went on. I didn't really follow San Diego State much this year, honestly. Um, but I'm expecting a good game, uh, at least it's going into, you know, the second half, and hopefully we finish, put them away. It ain't too stressful when it's down the stretch, man. But I'm glad you're on our side tonight, man. Yeah, I'm on, I'm on your side tonight. How you feel about <clears throat> some of the big name schools, you know, not making it to the Elite Eight Final Four? Um, I think it's good for I think it's good for basketball. Um, mm -hmm. especially with you know another era that we're in, the transfer portal. Um yeah, and things that you know, guys are transferring to, you know, all um type of different schools. Um, and we we spoke about it maybe a couple of weeks ago. Where it was at one point, I don't know what part of the uh, tournament we was in. I don't know if it was a Sweet Sixteen mm -hmm. or whatever, but it was like you know, or the Elite Eight. Out of those teams that were remaining, like what the starting lineups were like, and it was a lot of yeah. So our transfers, seniors, transfers, seniors, and juniors, and it's something that you know we're starting to see more. You know, mm -hmm. so I actually like the fact that. You know, even though I think UConn is a, a story, um, blue blood is a story, That's, you know, yeah, um, team as far as on the men and women's side, but to yeah. see San Diego State, to see you know, FAU, um, and see some of these teams, you know, down the wire, final four, elite eight, man, I, I, I like it, yeah, I do too, especially. And, and I think we, we may have talked about it when the tourney started. This is kind of, this is the best postseason in sports, you know, at least, you know, American sports. Uh, March Madness, you know, and you always know anything can happen. You're going to have an upset here or there. But to have to not have a top three seeded team in a final four um, is crazy. For the first time in however many years, it's crazy. And it just 
it just adds to that unpredictability. Um, over a thousand transfer portal players in college basketball tournament won with different teams last year. At, yeah, that's crazy. And that's both sides. You know, yeah. Angel Reese committed to, to Maryland um, coming out, and then obviously ended up at LSU and went and won the title. Uh, followed Kim Kim there, Coach Kim, and then um, speaking of Paige, not Paige, Caitlin. I know how to get your get back. Come on, transfer to UConn. <laughs> Team up with Paige Buckets. Go in with Gino. We get back in that Final Four. Get your get nah, back. Uh, yeah, oh, man. She got, she, she, got a, she got a right history in Iowa, man. You know. Right, get, she, to, get to KD on. Fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> she get to KD on. Nah, man. Yeah, she got a good yeah. thing. She in Iowa. She done got the team all the way to the national championship. Shit. I know she. Bro, the way she was pulling up yesterday, bro. She's special, bro. Yo, I can only imagine what this offseason gonna be for man. Shout out to her. But you know, yeah, she, Angel reaching them time right now. Absolutely, Angel Flaw J. Damn, I can't think of the corner right now. Not the corner, the point point guard right now, but she's tough too. And she transferred two or three times um and ended up back with Kim at LSU. So yeah, the, the portal, I mean, I like it. I like it. Like you said, at least that unpredictability. But um at the same time, it is something. It's different. I know the, the 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 media people, the people on TV don't like it because I know the ratings, they they felt the ratings, they felt the ticket prices drop because when the UNC's, when the Dukes, when the Kentuckys, the Kansas are in there, you're going to have the eyes of not only the people that are fans of those long-time successful teams, but the people that hate them too. I like, guess a yeah. lot of people that hate to see Duke succeed. A lot of people that hate to see Me. UNC. You know what I mean? Et cetera, et cetera. So the TV people probably hate it, but as a sports fan, um, I love it, and it's. it's I, f- I feel like it's a lot of parody right now, just kind of in general um, uh, around sports. You look at the NBA with what's going on with, their, with the, the playoff race right now. Usually at this point in the year, you kind of know, all right, this team probably gonna win it. You know, when the Warriors is doing their thing, when the Cavs and the Heat. Uh, so I kind of, I kind of like the parody right now we got in sports yeah. um, in general for the most part. Outside of you know Formula One right now, you hit me uh <laughs> What was that last night? Say same old guys, huh? Hey, you know, I, I see you post, you know, you know, the top three, Lewis Hamilton, you know. Um, I'm like, hey man, it's the same old guys every time, you know. You know, it, it's you know, it's part of it. You got you got the you got the car, you got the driver, you probably gonna be up there, man. But it sound, um sound good. Sound good. What you want to get to next, man? man? We got some um talk a little NFL, man. We got some um some rule changes coming in um this year. Uh we're gonna have teams can now have two Thursday night football games per season. Limit is one. I hate this. I hate this. You know, um already, you know, the one Thursday night game, you know, you're coming off a Sunday night game. Really, you know, Wednesday, and we talk about it all the time. Really, Wednesday is really the time you really start getting back, um, feeling good and getting prepared for the Sunday's game. But to have teams possibly have two Thursday night games, um, again, you know, we, we can't talk about player safety and this even be a, a topic of conversation. Like that's that's, and, and you you can tell this is all about money. Yeah, I, I I hate this. I can't even believe this is when I saw it come across. I thought this was a joke because um, we've been talking about even the, especially coming off of last year, we had probably the worst Thursday night slate 
that I've seen in a while, at least. If the football is bad, obviously you're always going to have a ton of injuries as football, but um, bad slate last year, and then you come into this year and you see this rule change. I'm surprised it wasn't something written into the CBA that wouldn't even allow something like this. You already added the extra game, and now you're adding uh, multiple Thursday night games, which is crazy. Like, you know, the, the almighty dollar. Um, you know, that that's that's the language that everybody speaks. That's the only color that people see. They drilling the shit out of the malls up there. <laughs> so uh from my guy Ari say his last name, D Buck. Ari Mirov. Mirov. The NFL announced that teams can now have two Thursday night football games per season. Limit was one, now that's changed. Flexing for Thursday night is not happening for now. Um the third, this is from Albert Greer. The Thursday night football flex rule was tabled until May per NFL Chief Media Officer Brian Rolap. My understanding, the league office and Roger Goodell in particular pushed hard for it, but there's been pushback from teams. Tabling it means that they don't have the votes yet. And from Albert Greer as well, NFL will now allow for team you know, multiple games, which opened the possibility that some teams could wind up off the hook completely in a given season. Will be interesting to get reaction from the first teams to get to Thursday night football games. Yeah, I, I hate it, man. Because now, obviously, the, the good teams are going to be flexed into Thursday night. And Amazon wants to get that money talked. So Amazon spent a ton of money to get this uh, to get this game. And now the good teams, when it's getting later in the season, are going to be flexed to another Thursday night. Some guys, you know, depending on how your body feeling, some guys probably be like, shoot, all right, give me another little mini bye week in week 12, 13. Yeah. Uh, but once again, with the grand scheme of things, I hate it. Then the, the sorry-ass teams, they may not get a, a Thursday night game at all. That's what's going to end up happening here. Um, at some point, but everybody, we'll everybody got to have a Thursday night game. If, if we're going to do it like this, every team has to have at least one Thursday night game. Has yeah, to. Well, I, I don't see that happening with, with this, especially coming off the hills. Now, I wouldn't have, I probably wouldn't have been opposed if they dropped this week seven or last year with how those <laughs> games were playing. But um, as a fan, the fans are probably going to like it. You know, you're getting you getting more games, more football, obviously, with good teams. Um, but you talk about player safety, and obviously this is, you know, uh, close to us because we were out there and we got a lot of people that are still involved in the game now. You can't have a conversation about player safety at all uh, when you're doing something like this, knowing how violent the game is, knowing how, you know, athletes are only getting bigger, st- stronger, and faster. So the collision only being more. We saw, you know, a terrible injury with, with uh, Tua, Last year on the Thursday night game, we saw uh, Demar Hamlin die on the field on the Monday night game, um, and then come so just uh, you know bad time and poor taste and a bad ball, bad business. But once again, that money is going to talk. So we'll see uh, if if Goodell is pushing for it. What's he about to make it 60, 70 a year? Oh man, this is probably going to happen. Unfortunately, crazy, 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 crazy. Also, another rule change, man. Players can use zero as a jersey number. Kickers and punters can use any jersey number between zero, 49, and 90, and 99. 
Do you think that zero gonna look like out there on on, on players? When I when they first start wearing it, I hate it. it it's kind of growing on me a little bit. Um, and, and I don't know, maybe I'm just old school, but I just I I haven't been a big fan of the uh, of the of the jersey changes and like the single digits. You know, I just felt like that was, that's that's something that ends in college. You know, maybe I'm hating because I came with that deuce in the league. But uh, and, and it do look hard with a lot of the players. You got to be a dog, obviously, to get out there and wear it. Shout out to Coach Prime. But um, this zero, I'm, I'm still not a big fan of the zero, man. I, I just ain't, ain't fully grown on me yet. It looks better than it did at first. Christian Gonzalez, my best corner and in the, in the, my top-rated corner going into the draft this year out of Oregon. He swaggered it out of Oregon. Uh, who else? Somebody in Minnesota, I feel like, had a couple years. So it has been some players. Calvin really, I think, came out. He was the first player that said he was gonna uh gonna wear it. Mm-hmm. Um I'm not I'm not a big fan of the, the NFL number changes over the last couple of years, though. But rarely does this hater come out. But I, I might be hating, I might be hating a little bit. I, I see it a little bit. I might be hating a little bit. I yeah, I, 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 I ain't feeling it in, in, in the league. Um, but I'm sure I get used to it three, four, five years from now. It'll, it'll be normal. Um, you know, guys with, with O in their last name, or I'm sure a lot of people make certain plays off of it. Um, but, yeah, so if the young guys got like it, hey, who cares what my old ass got to say? What's your <laughs> thoughts on it, though? Um, I don't know. I don't know, man. I, I, I got to see it out there first. And again, mm-hmm. it'll be something that's that's, that's going to be different, something that we're not used to in the league. Um, I definitely like the single digits. I definitely like that. I'm I'm, I'm with you though. Wish they would have implemented that rule a few years earlier. <laughs> um, but you know, if, if they would have implemented that rule, maybe like in my eighth, ninth year, I probably still wouldn't. Have nah, you wouldn't have changed. Yeah, yeah, I would have rocked that full one. But with the zero, um. You know, oh my God, I might have to get that deuce. Yeah, I would have loved it too. One year, I tell you, that one, one year, just just for the pictures alone. It's it's crazy though because I think when you change your when you change your number though, I think you got to drop that bag too though. Yeah, you got to buy buy the inventory right. Buy the inventory, so that's some you know. I'm like, nah, y'all, y'all can y'all can keep that. You know, I can make me a little make. Get Tia Frog, make me a makeshift uh, <laughs> two jersey, put the coats, uh, coats on there. I can hang up in the crib. But the zero, man, I think, um, yeah. I think it might grow on me. I think it will grow mm-hmm. if somebody, if somebody do it right. I think so, gotta, some, yeah, somebody. That's the thing. Wagged out, you know. I'm trying to think of like a in the league, like a position who could wear a zero and, and be a dog, like a safety. So, um, another was that nah, another another person that came out and said Michael Parsons came out and said he was gonna wear it, but just like you talked about buying that inventory, being that he plays for Dallas, being that he's been the player that he's been for his couple years, I'm sure his number that he would have to pay to change that number would be crazy. So that switched up real quick, <laughs> but I believe J. Ron Curse, the safety out there, to your point. Um, you know, big tall safety. Mm-hmm. I think he switched to the zero, and I feel like that may look that may look all right on him. I like how he plays the game. You know, 
I feel like body types matter. Your jersey matter. How your numbers are on the jersey uh, matters as well. He might he might be able to pull it off though. Man, and shout out to my young boy um, at Howard, man, Kenny Gallup, uh, Junior. Y'all be on the lookout for 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 young KG. He plays safety at Howard, and he rocked the zero. Um, and it actually, it looks good. It looks good on young KG. You know what I mean? So y'all be on the lookout. Off for KG, man. He's gonna be one of the next up coming out of Howard. Hey, when when AB tell y'all about the HBCU pro prospect, the Kobe Durant, who was last year, uh, obviously Joshua Williams. Yeah, he had a, he made a he made a big play in the playoffs this year. Got a lot of burn out there for the Super Bowl champs, Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, what's that name again? Kenny Gallup Jr. Howard Gallup University Jr. safety. And he's from the seven five, so you already know. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. He already got the pedigree. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> um, got a couple more, man. Rule changes. Um, this one is gonna be big. The NFL will keep their 32 team roster at 90 throughout the entire preseason and then mm -hmm. have one day to trim the team from 90 to 53. Again. They have one day to trim their roster from 90 to 53. When we were playing, it was, I think it was two, it was 90 to 75. 75, and then 75 to, I don't know, was it two cuts or three? It was it was two or three. We're gonna say it like we gonna, it okay. Was two I think or three. Three. Nine, yeah, 90 to 75, maybe 75 to 53 or I don't know. I'm, I don't remember. Yeah, but so this is a big. This is this is a big, big cut. Yeah, to make these decisions all at one time, um, this is this is big. And then, um, I think it'll be a lot of shuffling. You know, um, with teams, you know, when 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 they are releasing guys off their roster, it's going to be a lot mm -hmm. of shuffling. But this is interesting. I'm 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 wondering why did they decide to make this move? Yeah. Uh. So. I don't know. Maybe coaches want to. I know for like veteran players, you know, they love it because now it's it's less reps, less wear and tear on your legs in the preseason. You know, during the preseason games, you know, as as the I guess preseason starts winding down, so in three games now, but you got more guys out there to take practice and game reps. Uh, for the guys, obviously, trying to make teams. Um, you know, the longer you, you get a chance to stay on the roster, sometimes it only take two, three good practices. You know, you start opening some eyes, like, hold on, we might have to keep this guy around. We might have mm -hmm. something here. So, um, or, you know, you stay on for that last preseason game. So, um, I like it from that standpoint. XFL, the XFL has been doing their thing. Um, I haven't been watching it much, but I've definitely been catching some here and there. So, that's another opportunity for guys um, to get on. So, whenever a rule change is made that I feel like will help guys have more of an opportunity to make a team, you know, I like it. Like you said, I'm not sure why it happened. But I like it, you know, now. But it is a big cut. You know, it's going to be a big cut. cut. So, yeah, they're going to have to make, you know, this is half the roster, essentially. They're going to have to make it um, in one day. But, um, you know, guys, once again, you get longer to come into that building. Every every day you get to walk into that building and, and swipe your fob and go in there. You know, that's a blessing. That's an opportunity. So um, these guys, hopefully, you know, I'm sure people will take advantage of this. So um, I'm sure we'll have some careers blossom from this that we probably wouldn't have seen uh with the rule being differently so I, i'm a fan of uh of this rule change here yeah yeah um 
don't know. We're gonna see, man. I think this mm -hmm. is I call some ruckus, man. Or a lot of a lot of players getting cut. You say you might it might cause ruckus? No, I mean ruckus in the in the sense of because you I'm thinking about it. I mean, to your point, as a veteran player, I'm cool with mm -hmm. it. You know what I mean? We got 90 guys um really all the way through camp for real, for real. So yeah. like, said, like wearing tear my legs, doing practice, um, you know, and then even in the games, you know. So I, I get that I get it from that standpoint. Um, but then just thinking about it on the back end, right? So you cutting. 37 guys from 32 teams one day mm -hmm. in one day like it's gonna be a lot of shuffling i feel like within like the first like the first month because again like obviously first month and it's and it's always for the people that don't know it's always shuffling so you make that team you you get that first hey you know you get that call or that whatever hey you made the the, the final 53 but to AB's point, every team making these cuts. So these GMs, these decision makers are looking around these different rosters. Hey, we heavy here. We're light in this position group. We knew, you know, the Jaguars had, you know, seven receivers that, that are NFL worthy. They could probably have to get rid of one or two. We looking at that spot. So it, it, it's still you still on edge as a player if you're a fringe player. Even after making that roster cut, so I, I see, I see, I see your point. Yeah, cause my, I just so that's that's 1184 guys is getting cut in one day, right? Yeah. So I understand we got our, our departments, you know, we got our pro personnel, we got our college scouts, we got our pro scouts. So mm -hmm. I understand everybody doing their due diligence, you know, a, you know, be on the lookout for this guy, this guy, you know, we was interested in this guy to bring him in as a free agent, but we wasn't able to get him. But yep. they have eleven hundred, almost twelve hundred guys who one at at getting cut at one day. So even and that could be the end of August, right? September, we getting ready for a game. It's still gonna. Be, I feel like it's still gonna be some weeks where it's gonna be a lot of a lot of shuffling there. And mm -hmm. not to say that it was it wasn't shuffling, you know, when when it was two cuts. But again, I just you know just think it's gonna be you know a little different. We're gonna see more guys moving around. Um, yeah, we we could for sure, but at the same time, and you know this too. Even when you have that that many guys still on the roster, you kind of know as as that preseason starts to wind down. Like, all right, you know, it's probably let's say eight, well, eight to ten spots up for grabs. Mm -hmm. Um, going to training camp, so it's a lot of guys fighting for those spots. But at the same time you know, like, all right, you know, these guys probably not going to be, you know, these 15, all right, they probably would have been cut last week. We're going to keep getting these these reps. So I don't know. We, it'll be something to keep an eye on, definitely be interested. I would like to see, um, like, every team I feel like should have three quarterbacks. And I don't know how that – it shouldn't affect the roster or they should just make a, a special uh, whatever for that because what happened in that in the NFC Championship game, you know, we don't want to see that. You know, yeah. we, we, and injuries are going to happen. That's just going to happen in the nature of the sport. But I think every team should be in a position where they're holding three quarterbacks. And it's hard to have three quality quarterbacks on the roster. Shit, it's hard to have one. <laughs> Honestly, you look around the league and all, all the shuffling that always happens. And then it's tough to have a good backup. But then having three. Um, but, yeah, I think the NFL definitely needs to make that change. But 
Um, it's something to keep an eye on. Uh, uh, no. Definitely something to keep an eye on. 1,184 guys hitting the street at the same time. That's a lot of guys. And hopefully, XFL continues to thrive so these guys continue to get opportunities in other leagues mm -hmm. uh, that they can, you know, continue to live out that that professional because those are still pro ball players. They're still making plays. They're still doing it on TV. Families still enjoy the game. Um, so, yeah, that's dope. Yeah. Man. <clears throat> Been talking Hold about on, man, I want, it's a good question right here. Van Albright, AB, it's the most surprising cut you've witnessed. I know, I know you was there with, with Peyton with 18, but yeah. I, don't, I, I feel like y'all kind of expected we, that, we, though. Yeah, we kind of expected that. Um, the most surprising man. I'm trying to think. That's been a lot of cuts um it's been a lot and, and i i give you mine and a lot of people probably won't remember it but um we signed nate irvin um linebacker he came from denver and good player you know we signed him to to be a starter i think to be like i starting will and signed him he came over in that preseason and yeah, i think we may have picked up Seal Moore or traded for Seal Moore, which is my college teammate. Some some type of transaction happened, and then we end up cutting Nate before the season. Like, and he was obviously going to make more, a lot more money. Mm -hmm. You know, that's fully guaranteed once that vet makes that opening day roster. Uh, but that was that was that was surprising to the locker room. It was surprising to 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 the, to the you know the defense for sure. You know, guy taking reps with the ones all through camp, and it's yeah. like, all right. So that was that was definitely, um, that was definitely a surprise for me. Nate Irvin with us in Indy, big time business decision there. Um, obviously, yeah. like you said, Peyton, Peyton was um, and I wasn't. No, I wasn't even surprising because, I mean, it, on one on, on one end, it was just because of who Peyton was and what he meant to that organization, what he meant to that to that um to that to that town to that city yeah um and you think about a player playing and for a franchise entire career you think of 18 like you're like yo this is this is a guy you know what i'm saying yeah. um but then again to see you know i paid my got you know handful of years or you know three four years left and knowing you got andrew luck who mm -hmm. people were saying like hey this might be your next it's the second coming you know what i mean so it was like a uh you can kind of see it like okay if they decided to keep paid you understood why but then if they decided to part ways you also could understand and see why so it was surprising but then when it was done it was like ha uh -huh, you you hate to see it but you yeah you 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 got it as far as like the the business aspect as far as the 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 organization okay we trying to take care of the organization for 10 years down the line yeah this is the best move for us so yeah and i you know i feel like if i was in that situation i'll probably if i'm the gm in that situation i'll probably make the same call um because of what you said you know that stage of your career he had a a, a bad neck injury mm. where a lot of people were it was kind of torn you know was he gonna be able to play again was it gonna be the same player you know did he have i think he had some nerve damage or something and i wasn't in the building at that time but I, I believe that was the case um and then like you said you got essentially the future in your draft where you expect to be there for another 10 15 years 
and hopefully have a situation like the Packers have where they can go from one Hall of Fame quarterback to another. So yeah. definitely uh, get it. But I, as a as a teammate of both of them, what was that locker room like? Like, because you 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 feel that then he goes on and we had success against him when he came back and played us, but he goes on and breaks records, win the Super Bowl. What was that feeling like when um when the decision was actually made? Like when that when that, when that really hit your phone or whatever, like hey, hey it was, out of here. Like I mean, it was it was it was shocking because again, like I said, like when you think of, when you when you think of Peyton Manning 18, the sheriff, it's like yo, like he's gonna play his entire career, especially, you know, as a rookie coming in, it's like, yo, like this guy, he's, yeah, you know, could be the mayor. He could, he could do whatever in this, in, in, in this city. You know what I mean? So he's going to be here for forever. And then to your point, when the, when the, um, surgery happened, you know, you, we in training camp and we could, we knew something was just, was different. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, Kerry Collins, you know, was able to come in and, and rob us for 4 million. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> he, he was able to come gosh, in and rob us and then you know um you know shout out to my man painter but it was a, it was a rough go you mm-hmm. know and then from there when when when, when it happened you think or got some snaps yeah so like when it happened it was like and you hear like you know andrew luck rg3 you know these guys can you know turn your franchise around not knowing how Peyton was going to be able to come, come back, yeah. As a player, I'm like, I'm like, damn, like we going from one of the the greatest guys. Hey, y'all was winning y'all was 12, 13 games a year. Like it was no doubt, no question, no question. We knew we was going to win twelve to thirteen games. We knew we were going to the playoffs. Yeah, we knew that. the playoffs beat the beat the beat the Patriots and still is like oh, we un- we understood that. So yeah. again, going from there to we're about to draft this rookie. Obviously, we okay. We hear these things, but we don't know. Mm-hmm. We don't oh, know. Yeah, so, true facts. Um, it was, it was like, damn, like okay, like what is, is this a wrap for for what we had? And eventually, man, it, it really kind of turned. Even though Luck came in and, and and did his thing as a rookie, mm-hmm. I would say from what we understood or what we knew or what I knew, what the coach foundation was it it changed yeah it yeah. changed new gm new quarterback new head coach yeah <laughs> so i mean everything but the owner essentially and then obviously you know when i because i came in uh lux rookie year as well and i was, I played against y'all and, and had watched you guys before even getting drafted and um it was it, it was and you know when you're playing for like a an A-class organization, like where people just doing shit the right way from the top to the locker room, everything. And even though it was luck coming in there as a rookie, you still, you know, you still had Drew there, you still had Vinny, um, you know, Pat, Stonzo, Rob Mathis, Freeney, Reggie Wayne. Like you still had a lot of these guys who, who kind of laid that foundation. But um, to you, obviously you were there longer. So definitely was a new, new regime, a different era. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then Peyton. I mean, not Peyton. Luck, luck, shut it down on the boys, man. Hey, you gotta do what you but gotta do. Gotta man. do what you gotta do, man. The, the coach did what they had to do. Yeah, like I said, Peyton went on and had success. You know, wasn't you know didn't have that MVP type year when he won the Super Bowl, but the year before that was through fifty something touchdowns. Oh, something crazy like that. I'm crazy. 
Yeah, man. But yeah, shit happen. They're gonna make them business business decisions every time. But uh A B man, little F1 talk. Surprise, yeah. surprise. <laughs> who, 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 who won? Who won? Who won this race? See, <laughs> I know you're gonna give me a different name um today. Who won this race? <laughs> Surprise, surprise, baby. Max Verstappen uh, wins another Grand Prix. This is two for three now to start this year off. His teammate won the one that he didn't win. Uh, Max Verstappen, back-to-back world champion. Red Bull, they got it. They got it. They got a rocket shit right now. That car is so, – I've only been watching for a couple of years. How, fastest car I've ever seen. How and why is their car so faster than all the others? Like, what? what is it? Like – they getting their parts from somebody else, like dude, like what, the, like what so, is it? The, a different, a better engine, like yeah. So I, I I'm not uh, well versed enough to tell you all the reasons why, hey, but that's the only way I can I can think of. I mean, they did they did get fine and sanctioned because they went over the spending cap yeah. either last year or year before uh, by a few hundred thousand dollars, which you know you got rules that you got to abide by. They didn't. And they were dominating in the meantime. Um, so they actually got punished and they got lost, like basically some wind tunnel training time essentially, but the car got faster. So it's the aerodynamics, it's the, the how the car is built essentially, the wing, the mechanism of the car, everybody. So every year, all these teams have to build a different car. And Red Bull, they didn't change it much, but they changed something, obviously enough. And even still, as dominant as they've been this year, a lot of people think that they're still hiding their true pace. Like, they're still, like, because they're saying, like, look, they're a little embarrassed of it almost because they think if they really show how fast they are, the FIA is going to come in and try to limit their um, advantage. But they're dominant. They've been dominant all year. Mercedes um, Mercedes qualified second and third, so they started second and third on the grid. George, uh, George Russell got knocked out of his race early. But um, Lewis Hamilton, he had a great race. Uh, it was a wild race. This this one came on at you know it was in Australia, so it came on at like one in the morning, and didn't really go off to like four. Had a few red flags, but um, Lewis Hamilton seventeenth consecutive season, I believe, where he's made at least one podium, which is another F one Formula One record. Um, but Mercedes, it was all doom and gloom coming into this year, but they're showing some uh, improvements. Just like Aston Martin is with Fernando Alonso, but here are the current driver and team standings through surprise, surprise. three Grand Prix. We don't get another one. I don't believe until April thirtieth. But uh, on the driver side, Max Verstappen he's up top, sixty nine points. Checo Perez fifty four. He did he get not, he had to start from the back of this grid and still finish. What's up with Leclerc, man? Why y'all? What's up with him, man? Man, man. If you remember last year when I was coming on here talking about Ferrari. Yeah, it off. Uh, so Fernando Alonso, Hamilton, Sands, they ran the top five, but yeah, um, this was just uh, this was just a race incident, actually. This was just an accident on like turn one. So, when the race, when the race starts, everybody's obviously bunched up, mm-hmm. and you gotta it gets tough to navigate those corners and like that thing. Yeah, turn one is usually where a lot of this action, a lot of these accidents happen. So, I think this might was it. The, they have a red flag here, but Charles Leclerc got knocked out, mm. knocked out of turn one. Ferrari, just in general, they haven't had the pace. They haven't had the speed um, this year um, that they had last year. Last year, I felt like they actually had 
it was real close between them and Red Bull as far as who had the faster car. But the strategy, the management, they got a new team uh, principal this year. Ferrari does. But it's been ugly for them. Um, it's been ugly for them. And obviously, Charles, you know, it, it's it's tough. He didn't, he got knocked out of his race in lap one, but he's down there through three races with six points. Damn. Um, so that's he, like Ferrari fourth place and, right now. He was able to go back and pop that beer early in the um early in the day. Real early. He signed. So Ferrari is like one of the most storied Formula One teams like throughout the history. Um, he signed the longest deal in that team's history. But uh, they, they, they've been they've been letting them down around every corner. Now, once again, this was just a race incident. Shit happens. It's almost like, you know, somebody getting injured. Like, it's nothing, you know, nobody can do about that. Yeah. Um, but uh, hopefully at some point we'll see some type of drama outside of Red Bull. It's clear that Red Bull is going to win, in my opinion. They've had some reliability issues. Um, but outside of that, that car is running. Ain't nobody rocking with it at man. all. They got it. Mercedes, man, um, Ferrari, they got to switch up. They build team or something. They, yeah, they, they got to do something. But um, they did. I think they – I know they, they fired um the team principal last year. I think they changed up some other – definitely changed from other things too. Man, man, uh, Pa, this is Tone. I produce Yodi Butters. Any driver ever won every race in the season? No, they have not. Um. Matter of fact, I think Max <clears throat> it may have been Max, but I think he won like 15 or 20 races or something like that. 15 in the last 20. I think the record would have been 16 or 21. So it's definitely been times where Lewis Hamilton, Mercedes, it was shit, he won seven world championships in a row. So it's definitely times where sometimes you just got that car and that, that driver combination where it's it going to be tough to beat. But no, there hasn't been a season, to my knowledge, where um, a driver's won every race. <clears throat> and it won't be this year either because Max already lost one to his teammate, Checo Perez. But um, that's that. That's that. Before we get up out of here, a little NBA talk. You been watching it all yet? Nah, not yet. Um, I, I'll catch. I'll catch some um, you know, highlights here and there, depending mm -hmm. on who's playing. <clears throat> but you know, I'm waiting on that play-in and then playoffs to start. You did pick the your LA Lakers. Hey, 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 hey! It was it was ugly for them. Put put the standards up there. Okay, man. Okay, man. They look hey, they look good right now. Okay, they look, they, look, they look real good right now. Um, like I said, it was ugly for them before, but Anthony Davis has been on them. He's been on the tear. Brian obviously came back a few weeks ago. Austin Reeves, like they got, they did some, they made some moves, man. But these are the standings um, right now on both sides, on the east and the west. And uh, the west, between five and eight, all of them got thirty-eight losses right now. You know, with um, how much time left? Shit, well, a few games left. Mm -hmm. Forty-eight, forty and thirty-eight, seventy-eight. So four of games, games seventy-nine. That's a whole lot of games. Eight. Yeah, so um, hey, they got three or four games left to punch these last tickets. But um, you still sticking with LA to win it all? Nah, but we, I think we definitely going on. They definitely, they definitely gonna make a push. Um, again, man, I feel like when you got you know talent like uh, Anthony Davis or LeBron, you can never really, really just 
count them out. You know, when you play, uh-huh. play against them, you got to bring your A game. Um, but I don't have them winning winning it all. Um, I think it's some other teams out there that just um, just stronger teams. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even when you look on the east side, um, it's just some stronger teams. But I do think they're going to give us a strong push um, here to close out um, close out the season. I hope so, man. I hope so. I got uh, you know, it ain't never it's never walking apart to beat LeBron in a seven game series. I don't care who you're at, where yeah. where who got the home court advantage, how old he is. Um, but a LeBron led team in a seven game series is tough to beat. History shows, especially with, with a guy like AD uh, playing the way he is. Um, but yeah, I, I got go. I still, I still. They just had a tough, a close loss last night, but I still got Golden State that, that, running that, it back this year. That, that, that Golden State looked different, man. I don't it know. does? It, it looked a little different. It does, but I I, I trust them. I, yeah. I trust the coach. I trust the team. I, I still, you know, obviously Steph, Clay, Clay has his nights where, hey, he looked like, you know, the Clay of old. Steph is always going to be Steph. I think um, Draymond, he's still running his part. But, you know, the other guys, Kaminga, uh, even Chinzo, those guys, depending on how they play, Jordan Poole. Uh, I still got Golden State running the back. I got them coming out of the West. I'm letting y'all know before these playoffs even kick off. Mm-hmm. And then on the East side, I know the Celtics, they've been tough all year. Um, Philly, Philly looks good. I think they had an MVP right now with Embiid. I know you were high on them when, when him and Harden first linked up. Yeah. Um, but I got the Bucks. I got the Bucks coming out of that, out of that East. So I think it's going to be a Bucks. Warriors Championship. What's this? April third, two thousand twenty-three. With the with the saw in the back. I like the Bucks pick, but in the West, I'm I'm, I'm sticking with Phoenix. Sticking with Phoenix. KD back. He he, you know he healthy. KD. But just be careful careful in warm ups. (laughs) That was some of the goofiest shit I ever seen. But you know, shit happens, I guess. But um, we shall see, man. Hopefully, we get a good playoffs. Nuggets, we'll see if they can actually, you know, keep it going throughout the playoffs. You know, they've been hot this year, been a one seed for the majority. Uh, who else over there in that West? Phoenix, L.A. Clippers, Grizzlies. Man, did Shout out to the Kings, too. Yeah, making their, what, first playoff appearance since what? What was that? Oh, what? Oh, something. Man. I feel like the Doug Christie, Mike Bibby. You know that era, white chocolate. That yeah. that era. Long time. Shout Long out to Sack Town. Sack Town. Beam team. They up three a three seed in the West. Mm. Got Nuggets, Grizzlies, Kings, Suns, Clippers, Warriors, Lakers, Pelicans. And then on the East, Bucks, Celtics, Sixers, Cavs, Knicks, Nets. My poor heat right now. My Hawks on that uh on that side over there, man. But um yeah, you know, decent time for sports right now. Obviously not, you know, our favorite time of the year, but we got some decent time. Masters, I think it's this this week. Masters kick off in golf. So you got the Derby coming up in a month. Derby coming up. Brooks Kepka, he hangs on and becomes Liv's first two times winner. So he's a champion of Liv golf. Um, I haven't been able to watch much of that, but he's a champ. So um, baseball is back. Got some, got some stuff going on in sports, man. Yeah, yeah. But uh, tonight, nine twenty tip off, I believe. 
I'm going to catch. UConn, time to hoist it, man. I got us winning. Uh, seven and a half in the natty. They cover? It's a, a lot of points, A.B. That's a lot of points. The games haven't been clear. I'm going to rock with them, though. I think they win. I think they cover. I think yeah, they okay. covered eight points, man. Coach Coach Hurley, he said, I think yesterday, I got three NBA guys, and we've done a great job building around those guys. So um, they've been holding it down. They gave me no reason to doubt them thus far. I'm going to keep rocking with them. I think the UConn Huskies win. UConn Huskies cover to secure another national title tonight, man. Let's All go, right. UConn. There you go. You heard it from D-Butt. He got his, got his Huskies. Winning and covering seven and a half. Yes, sir. I got y'all. Yes, winning. sir. I got y'all winning. Yes, Damn. sir, man. We out of here, man. You got anything else? Hey, you know what it is on Monday. And hey, get your 30 minutes in, man. I got my eyes in this morning. A good leg day. Got me a good about 50, 55 minutes. So again, mm -hmm. man, get your 30 minutes in. Health is wealth. Facts. You'll sing me after the workout. I'm about to go get mine in right now. As soon as we get off golf range, weight room, potential hoop session, depending on depending on how this Achilles feeling. But uh, health is definitely be well, careful man. with that now. Yeah, it is, you know, I, I think I got like some tendonitis in there, like because it just just gets gets sore. It ain't like you know not, not bad, but if I stretch, I'm usually decent. Just that next morning, I feel it so. We gonna see. All right now. All right, bro. All right. Uh, we'll see y'all. First of all, uh, I don't know how this just came to my head, but there's some crazy storms, tornadoes in the Midwest and the South. Um, definitely thoughts and prayers. Everybody impacted uh, with that, man. Take care of yourself. Be safe. Some scary, scary stuff. It's a good one, too. Drink some water. Uh, it's hot outside in some places, man. But um, Monday, we'll be back for sure. Um, I know AB got something going on Thursday, and I may as well. So for sure, Monday, stay tuned in the socials at the Man to Man Pod to see um, about Thursday's show. But for sure, we'll see y'all Monday, April 10th. Appreciate y'all. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, cut that wall out there. All right, we go.